You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. The views and opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily represent those of the network, its advertisers, owners, or sponsors. Welcome, what's going on everybody? This is Can We Talk? This is your boy Eric. I'm here with Shayna. Anthony and Imani. What's going on, y'all? Hello, hello, hello. So, episode 22. Episode 22. The wow, last, is it? <laughs> the last episode of the new year. Of so, the old year. Of the, of the old year, <laughs> yeah, of the old year. So this is New Year's Eve. We're getting ready to go into 2018. And so let's celebrate by taking some shots real quick. Y'all want to do this? Uh, okay. All right. Y- what could possibly go wrong? What, what could go wrong today? <laughs> eye to eye, like they do on Drink Champs, eye to eye. Eye to eye. Let's go. Happy New Year. Cheers. Happy New Cheers year. to 2017 and 2018 coming up. I sipped it because... Mm. <laughs> I wasn't um, ready. I've not oh. had really good experiences with tequila. So. Nobody has. <laughs> that's the Monty Bonner fault. I swear, every time I drink tequila, I get angry. And I just I don't know it's just it's weird it takes over my body I don't I can't do it I'm convinced oh, tequila everywhere. is the alcohol that finds the door in your brain that you lock the evil part Seriously? of yourself behind opens it up a little bit <laughs> pokes it with a sharp stick and then says come on out and play come yeah. on yeah. for all you listening that one female voice you heard in the beginning was Imani Bonner um, hi Imani she uh she's an actress model lots of things uh, tell us about yourself. Well, hi, I am Imani. Um, I am an actress and model, as he said, um, or at least aspiring to be professionally. Uh, I just graduated from Michigan State University. Go green. Ooh, go green. Ooh. Go white. With a, uh, <laughs> a Bachelor of Fine Arts in Theater. So nice. that's nice. my story. And then my next move is moving out to California to pursue that, which is my home. It's where I was born. Cool. Uh, but yeah, that's me. Which part of California? Um, I was born in Longwood. My mom lived like all over the place. So lived in Compton, lived in L.A., lived in San Francisco. So cool, Hollywood, right? Just just say Hollywood. No, I wish <laughs> I wish Hollywood. I was so young, I didn't remember any of it. No, I'm saying that's where you're trying to go. Oh, absolutely, yes. Okay, yes. okay. So you got any auditions uh, lined up, or is just no, no? I need to get this money lined up. Because so. oh, <laughs> you know, California is one of the most expensive places to live. So oh, yeah. coming out of college, I'm just building myself up, and then. Trying to do what I can while I'm here, which is why I'm very excited to be here. I've never done a podcast, and I've wow. been talking about it a lot lately. So, so 2018 well, is going to be a big year for you. I, yes, I hope so. Be, I hope so. everyone great. keeps telling, even strangers keep Thanks. telling me that. So I'm like, hopefully that's a sign from God. I need yeah. to just, you know, take that and run with it. Hopefully, yeah. Yeah, well, I tried to get you here. I finally got you here, and I'm happy. I really wanted to right. be here. Yeah. All right, so current yeah. events. Let's kick this off with current events. So since this is the end of 2017, let's go over some of the top stories or current event stories in 2017 so off the top of my head obviously the, the election of donald trump as president or the inauguration the inauguration of donald trump <laughs> as president so does he starting his uh he's almost done with his first year uh what what would you all grade him in his first year as the president of the united states it was a paranoid environment, man. You know, I, I walked around every day looking at the sky, making sure missiles weren't coming down. <laughs> North Korea acted like they weren't right. playing, and they never are, but they, whatever. It's, you know, so it was it was a paranoid time. Yeah. I feel like everyone was on edge. Like, every single day or every other day, some new story was breaking, and people were just like, oh, we're, we're, how far, how low can we go, you know, with this president? Like, what are we grading him on? Are we grading him on, like, I mean, he got mm. shit done. We just didn't like it. 
Right. <laughs> so I guess it comes from what perspective uh, you're looking at. If you're I give him an incomplete. He didn't follow the syllabus. <laughs> right. like, I don't think he can read. Democracy. So, this, so. <laughs> so the second big story, and this is according to um, NBC News, the second biggest story of the year was the tensions with North Korea. And that is definitely, I could see why they put it up there. I don't know. That kind of goes hand in hand with the Donald Trump administration. It all goes hand in hand. The next three or four goes hand in hand with Donald Trump. <coughs> Sexual harassment is three. <laughs> right. They said the Me Too movement. Okay. The Me Too movement, that was a big story. Um, they said the Mueller investigation, obviously. The uh, Las Vegas massacre and the Texas massacres. You know, this year we dealt with a lot Leatherface? of- <laughs> no, not the Texas not the Chainsaw. Texas Chainsaw. No, the, the church. The one with the church. Oh, 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 church. okay. Dylan Roof. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, 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 that's, that's Charleston. It was the one yeah. in okay. a small town in Texas where uh, the guy killed like 20, what was it? Maybe not 20, but like. It was like 20 something people. Yeah, about 20 people in the, in the church. It was like babies and. It was terrible. Oh, okay. But the bad yeah, part about that, that is like that happened. And like when you brought that up, I'm like, dang, that did happen. Like I almost mm. like. Forgot. Yeah, right. we're sensitive Same. to this stuff. Orlando's on there too, right? The Orlando. Did it um, happen last year? Um, that, I think that happened last year. They said terrorist terrorism and popular tourist destination. So, yeah, you can put. Well, that's that was last year, but I so, say yeah, I think the Orlando thing was last year. Yeah, that was last year. But um, they're looking at the Ariana Grande concert. They're looking at the um. Oh yeah, the, the Stockholm Sweden department store um incident where the guy drove his car into people. So yes, there was there was a ton of. Situations that went down with that in terms of terrorism. Uh, they said the opioid epidemic. Everybody got so everybody got so concerned. The news finally noticed it. Right. <laughs> My biggest thing was that with the opioid epidemic, I felt that society treated it a little bit differently than, say, for instance, the crack epidemic. Of course, that that, that mainly uh, affected African American people. Um, so it was, was kind of it's, it's kind of sad that they you know they're putting all this attention and money into something now. When 20 years ago, we were dealing with the same issue. And I was like, oh, we know the politics. Man. We, we, under, we understand it. Right. Um, the devastating hurricane season. That was a big one. Mm, that we was dealt bad. with all these hurricanes, category three storms. We had what, like four or five of them? Yeah. Like the like I didn't realize how much we needed mm-hmm. Puerto Rico right. until I read a story about like there's an IV bag shortage. Wow. Because they're, like they're our main manufacturer like of IV bags is in Puerto Rico. Look at her speaking like a real politician. I don't know if we need it though. <laughs> I didn't know that we like that. Like, like they we were need? like meat. Like I'm like, oh okay. I, I, like Puerto Rico, they got how you beaches. Really feel, Shana. I feel like the more things go wrong, like very obviously, you have to pay more attention to politics than usual. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I wasn't. I'm not. I hadn't been a big politics person, but since everything has gotten so disastrous, I'm like, well, <laughs> this mm-hmm. actually is going to affect me, and yeah. I should just learn more. You got to pay attention yeah, to that like, new yeah, section like, on your learn iPhone. More, you know about our territories. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And stuff like I didn't know. I didn't know like they how like they manufacture drugs there, wow. like necessary drugs. And until it affected me mm-hmm. personally, mm-hmm. my brother's wife had a baby, mm-hmm. and there was a shortage of the pain medication that she needed because that pain medication is manufactured in Puerto Rico mm-hmm. and, and rum. Don't don't forget. Oh that. yeah, we can't forget the rum. <laughs> we should do shots of rum. <laughs> we need that. We need that. Yeah, but you know, politics is intertwined in our daily lives, and I think we also have to definitely keep aware of what's going on and how it's going to affect us. Because uh, we don't think it's going to affect us, but like I said, in the situation with Puerto Rico and hurricanes, it's all it's all politics when it comes down to it. Um, 
Well, I mean, it's kind of like I think when uh, net neutrality a couple weeks oh, yeah. back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, the people that are just now going, oh, wait, net neutrality. It, wait, I should pay attention to that. Mm-hmm. Those are the people that are the reason why Trump is elected. Yeah. <laughs> true. true. Because people don't pay attention until yeah. they go, oh, wait, crap, that's my life. <laughs> <It's too late. laughs> my phone's not loading. <laughs> <laughs> this thing is a big deal. What's, what's Facebook premium? <laughs> oh, my God. I can just see it now. You're going to be paying you know, fees just to get access to, to Facebook, Twitter. It's, it's nuts. I don't want to hear about my It's going to be a lot of lawsuits, man. Anyway. You know. I'll be reading a lot of books, <laughs> reading a lot of libraries. Right. You know. The library right. is right. the library is lit. I take yes, my daughter man. every Monday and we go get books and they have audio books. They got audio book apps. You know what I'm saying? You mm-hmm. keep your, uh, if you keep your library card, you know, current, you can mm-hmm. go on the, li- the audio book app. They got, man, the library lit. I love the I library. Love the library. <laughs> I love it. I'm like, well, and you're just now finding this all out, Shane. <laughs> no, that's no, something that I've been um, trying to get my daughter in the habit of being studious because mm-hmm. I know from like me, I'm not I, I don't know how to study. Yeah, I feel, I feel <laughs> so I try to take her, you know, somewhere where it's not where away from like electronics. Mm-hmm. But like the, the like the floor that we're on, it's kind of loud because there's other kids there. But I need her to you know learn how to block all of that and that stuff out and you know like do your work and read and stuff like that. What we got um, next? Oh yeah, the last two. So the total solar eclipse that wasn't that big of a deal. I guess we didn't really get. I it mean, was very they, underwhelming. They, they, it was. They let us walk out at work. They said, "All right, you can go we out and too. look at it." You know, um, like, so yeah. Man, I was in an unnecessary training for work when it mm-hmm. was going on. It was. I mean, it was okay. Like we didn't get to see the whole to- the total eclipse. Well, total solar eclipse, I think but. it was based upon what areas you were in, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah so we got so like a partial like, clip. Yeah. And then lastly, the culture war. So this is talking about how you know when Donald Trump was elected, we see the clash and and you know left and right. Um, they talked about the uh, bringing down the Confederate statues and the Charlottesville. I just know for sure. Um, being a senior at Michigan State during this time, I just it, it's like it's a very clear divide on the campus. Oh, it was. It, we, even attention. when we were there, even yeah. when we were there. Yeah, and you know what? Even with uh, non people of color who didn't support uh, Trump, it was mm. still just attention in I, general. For, I know like, Richard Spencer, not not towards them, but yeah. like I know Richard them. Spencer was trying to like have an event there. Yeah, and they 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 and they blocked it. Blocked it. There's I think a, they're getting sued for that too, but. There's a woman that works with me. I I never really met her personally, but I know her car. When I pull in the parking lot, it says on the back "Trump Girl." It's it's got the American flag in the shape of Donald Trump's head. And and my thought is, if I ever walk into her in any day and I say, "Hey, how you doing?" Is she gonna look at me a certain way, or is she gonna Mm -hmm. look at me as a human being? I need to know what kind of. Trump supporter she is. Uh, right. And then it's even relationships you've had with people for years yeah. and not right. people of color, which, you know, I have had being in a theater department or just yeah. a predominantly white institution. Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, I've been friends with you for years, but, you know, I, I know I know so, a couple of girls who were friends for years. And because one girl was um, a lesbian, mm-hmm. she, you know, another her friend was conservative. They always had different views when they. But they just couldn't get over that hump around this around the Trump season. It's so crazy so. because I remember my freshman year at Michigan State. That was when um, Barack Obama was elected for his first term, and seeing the people were so excited, like that just was seeing my senior year there, wow. <laughs> and, and seeing like the the vibe on campus, like people were excited, like genuinely, everyone's like, "Oh shoot, oh, this is yeah. a new turn in the, on a, in, in American's chapter, American's history, yeah. um, the new chapter in our country." And eight years later, you know, now we're we're. Right. I, I was on campus for um, 
Obama's second term and I voted on campus. Yeah. And it was just like you'd heard people in the halls screaming. Yeah. Like yeah. it was great. It was yeah. music going. Everybody was so happy. Yeah. And then, yeah, you know, the I, I literally woke up to my roommate coming in my room crying her eyes out. Um, that's how I found out he was elected. I, I, I had a feeling. I was like, you know what? <laughs> I was saying, I think Barack Obama was going to win it. the first time. Like yeah. the first time, I was like, he ain't going to win. Yeah. Man. Like, he ain't going to win. <laughs> the 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 announcement that Trump was elected, dude. I, I texted Shana the morning after. I said I was sleeping, man. I said, man, Clinton's gonna win. I woke mm. up. I looked on my iPhone. Went to the news section. President Trump. I'm like, oh, <laughs> shit. I don't even have like the news. Like like you know, like on the iPhone. Yeah. You have like the news like app the on sections, your phone. Yeah. I don't have those alerts set up on my phone, but that yeah. alert came through. Like oh Trump God. is the president. <laughs> I was like, everybody I, need to know. <laughs> I thought we were in an episode of Black Mirror. I'm like, this is this can't be uh, real life. Did y'all watch right. it? Was that, was that yeah. popping? Ba- was that popping at, at that time? Black Mirror. Black Mirror. Yeah, was it was out. out. Yeah. It was out. I think. Okay. Yeah. The was, first three seasons. Yeah. First yeah. three seasons were up. Did okay. y'all watch it? I watched it. I'll get to it. I didn't. I didn't finish it, but. We talk about. Do that. you guys remember? Oh, what is it called? The animal book you read in high school, and it was about politics. Police on Animal Farm. Yeah, Animal, animal Farm. farm. Yeah. Yeah. George Orwell. The, that's the shit. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember when the pigs took over? Yeah. <laughs> Donald Trump literally looks and it embodies that. Like, yeah, literally man. Looks like that, that that book is. I think I think it's all wild. kids should read that in middle school yeah. and up because that's about totalitarianism, and I think it's just a smart novel. Mm-hmm. Like George Orwell wrote a great fable. Yeah, but yeah, I agree with you. So that's a that's a wrap for my segment. We can move on to, I guess, hip hop corner. Hip hop corner. corner. Okay. Ooh, uh, Anthony texted me last night like you need to think about like your album of the year. I'm like, have to. I can't. Yeah. Pick, I can't. I can't pick one. Ooh, can't four, pick four, one. Uh, Damn. Four, 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 okay. I can't pick one. Go. Damn, ain't one of them. But <laughs> I can't I'll, pick. Okay, like around the table. Okay, do one. I mean, pick the first top two. Two? Oh, Shayna, <laughs> this is your corner. Let me think about pick, two. Pick your top five then. Five, okay. In no particular order, of course, Big Crit. Okay. Rhapsody. Okay. Joey Badass. Okay. I'm glad you finally got into her. Okay. I did. You late. I'm so late. Uh, I, But Rhapsody's album, I, I yeah, yeah. I love Rhapsody's album. Well, I said I said Big Crit, Rhapsody, mm-hmm. Jody, Jody Badass, Badass, Kendrick. Uh, like Don't that Jay Z. I know you want no. <laughs> She's not a Jay Z fan. I'm not right. a Jay Z yeah, fan at all. I, but like I was watching the uh, the thing with Joe Budden and Charlemagne, and Joe Budden made a good point, like. About like the whole album of the year thing because the black album, Black's album dropped in December and he had a really good year and I really like that album. But I don't know what to call it though. Like is it a rap album? The black album? Yeah, black Black's album. Six Lakh. Oh, I don't listen to him. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I really I know what you're like talking that. about. I really like that album. I don't, I don't, five is Malibu. Ain't that kind of like <laughs> Malibu's R and B. Is it? All right, come on. All right. Go ahead, <laughs> like Imani. <laughs> Um, I, of course, am going to go with uh, Kendrick Lamar. Damn. Mm-hmm. I just, I'm a, I'm not, I'm a huge Kendrick fan and I have been since Good Kid Mad City. And I just feel like, you know, I, there, he holds a special place in my heart already, but I think there's just something so engaging about speaking your truth. 
and in the style he does it, which he's very talented. Great storyteller. Great storyteller. Keeps you engaged in his album. That's why I say album of the year, because I'm not going to skip one song. I'm going to listen to everything. I'm even. You didn't fall for the collector's edition trap, did you? Right, please don't. You didn't fall for that that. trap, did you? No, 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 no. My boyfriend did. He was like, this is awesome. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm just going (laughs) to. Anthony, you can do that on your phone. No, no, no. I'm just going to keep paying for my Spotify and just loving it from there because I can love it just as much. Um, So I'm going to go with, with that. I think it was a great album. I think that everything he raps about is his truth in the moment, which I think that some artists get stuck, and that's why they can't progress. Mm-hmm. And he knows how to progress with speaking his truth in a very dope way. So I'd have to go with him. Um, um I really liked Migos' album. Culture? Yeah. Culture. I liked you, it on you the You a bad and bougie girl? I liked it on the no, treadmill. I, I don't know why. Outside of the treadmill, right? I can't, right, I can't right, justify right. listening, to right? Me but that, but that's the thing. You have that's your, that's my different two different categories. I'm gonna stop hitting this mic. <laughs> yeah, it's my two of... different uh, categories of rap or hip hop that I like. It's like my my you know mm-hmm. the ones that, that really speaks to me. And then there's like okay, my treadmill music. So Please. I say Migos is my treadmill music. Um, Jay Z, I I. I appreciated his album mm-hmm. and I thought it was amazing for mm-hmm. him, but it wasn't, I wasn't going to keep that on repeat. Okay. So, All right. I'll keep mine short. Um, Kendrick Lamar's damn uh, for everything Imani said, you know, he's one of my favorite rappers and big crits forever is a mighty long time. I feel like that's just when you, when you approach a double album it's usually um, a lot of filler. And I feel like that one has second to none. Plus, Big Crit has like evolved a lot throughout his career, and I think that's his crowning achievement next to Catalatica, uh, in, in Return of Forever, of course. So that's mine. Um, Eric, Eric, you got one? I'm just going with Dan. Yeah, I'm a Kendrick Lamar stan. K Dot is is the man, and he's forever going to be the the Amen. best rapper Amen. alive. Amen. I'm here for that. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, um, all right, Two Cents then? Yeah, let's go to Two Cents. All right, my Two Cents, you know, I usually talk about film. Uh, follow me on Instagram at Reluctant Movie Buff. I got reviews coming for Star Wars and All the Money in the World. So I'll just say favorite film of 2017 is a cross between Get Out and Good Time with Robert Pattinson. Mm. I feel like Get Out, like, like, listen, everybody knows Robert Pattinson for Twilight, but mm. this film cemented him as an actor, man. Uh, okay. Good Time, y'all need to check that I out. I see that. And Get Out, I feel like that film, like, said so much about, you know, just being black around other white people that you can't really put it into words. I feel like Jordan Peele created a a fascinating, um, you know, satire, horror satire, whatever you want to call it. So that's mine. That's that's a solid choice. Yeah, yeah. That's that's, that's it. Um, Okay, before I get into Star Wars, um, All the Money in the World, you know, new film, Ridley Scott directed it. Um, This has Michelle Williams, Mark Wahlberg, formerly Kevin Spacey, replaced by Christopher Plummer. Mm. (laughs) It takes, let let me me just say something about Ridley Scott, man. I know people say he's a guy that just makes films with like a lot of style and no substance post Alien and Blade Runner. But this guy, it takes a lot of tact to expensively redirect scenes replacing one actor with another like you can tell like it's seamless when you watch it you know it's a great thriller by the way it's it's, it's an okay movie i wouldn't watch it again but um (laughs) it's seamless man how you put christopher Plummer in that role and take kevin spacey out like how did that work they would take a cgi or something no no they he literally refilmed the scenes oh my god and i'm like man that takes a director with a lot of patience anybody else would have been like that ain't my problem (sighs) you know 
Uh, but on the Star Wars, man, listen, I got to say to the Internet, bravo. <laughs> I, I took three weeks to see this movie and no spoilers got thrown at me. Hey. Y'all were on your best behavior. Bravo. And uh, I'm not going to. I heard about one, uh, one spoiler, but it got deleted quickly. But, OK. Yeah. All right. I'm not going to give out much, but, you know, some beloved characters return. And it's just I was talking with Dave about this, man. It's like, you know, the kid in me loved it. The adult in me loved it. Mm-hmm. I know some Star Wars OGs were like, this is BS, but. I feel like this is the new Empire Strikes Back, and I was thoroughly enjoyed. I'm thoroughly entertained. You know, I feel like with anyone who is like an enthusiast of, of anything, the original is always going to be. It's never going to. You're never going to meet the standards when you create something new and try to right. sort of live up to the original. Exactly. Um, no. So you just got to appreciate it well, for what it is, right? I watched a review of Jumanji yesterday, and um, I haven't seen it, mm. but she said. She said, I mean, of course, it's not going to be like the original, but she said it was like a good enough sequel. Like she wasn't disappointed that it was the sequel. So um, now it makes me want to see it. But um, I I enjoyed Jumanji. (laughs) I took my baby. She had a good time. She told me she wanted to be Kevin Hart for Halloween. I don't know what what that means. (laughs) It's amazing. But yeah, she uh, like we had. I I really enjoyed it. Like sometimes like films are good. And sometimes feels are like bad or okay, but we yeah. still enjoy them. Right, I agree. Right, I feel, and I feel like they didn't try too hard though. They did. They stayed. They stayed in their lane, and they did a great rendition of a new version of. And Jumanji. I also think that Kevin Hart and The Rock have really good film chemistry. They do. Yeah, that's what I've heard a lot. Because I, I re- like I enjoy Central Intelligence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got. I still got to check that one out, but I did see a scene that made me laugh in that one. So yeah, I, I do think they have great chemistry. I think D- Dwayne Johnson, you know, he's a he he's an all around American actor. You know, he's come yeah. a long way from wrestling, mm-hmm. which is active. If, if, if you look, if, well, hey, come on now, you you want to get thrown around in the ring? Okay then, you know. But um, tag off choreographed, what, carefully choreographed. Right, <laughs> tagging off what Imani said, you know, I agree, man. You know, um, sometimes the sequels don't have to live up to the original. Like Ridley Scott made both the original Alien and Alien Covenant. Alien Covenant was good, better than Prometheus, but it doesn't live up to the original. Mm-hmm. But you know, you can still enjoy it for that moment. So. I mean, the, the only, the only that didn't work for Twilight though. Yeah. <laughs> Twilight is the well, the worst, the the first one. Oh, I think the best I one is the last it. one. I never saw I, am I the only one at this table who's well, seen Twilight? No, no, I've seen, I, I've seen them. Um, I've seen them I've, all actually, and read I, the books. Like Don't ask me why. I've seen them all once. I mean, same. Like I've seen them all once. Like yeah. it wasn't like, oh yeah, I'm gonna go back and watch this. Oh, I did movie about wolves <laughs> and glittering vampires. It's glittering vampires, wolves and glitter. <laughs> Y'all women should love that. But listen, <laughs> the last movie was good. It was a good like shocker in the theater. I agree. I agree. You know, like Terminator I, I enjoyed Two. It for who I was at that time. <laughs> <laughs> when people talk about Terminator, Terminator, they talk about Terminator Two. They don't always mention the first one because the first the one is like was like so much better. Than it is. Movie. It is, and that's the point. You know, it's so much better. New Moon is better than Twilight. I mean, I'm just saying that because Imani said that. You know what I mean? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> is no, I'm just if you I'm go, just if you go back and watch the movies, Twilight is you can't kind of you can't get through the first movie. Mm. You can get through the other ones. You know, even though you you have in mind what it is. You, you know what you mean? You know. What I, I mean? still have a bunch of questions. Like I have, a, like I had a long girl. Like she reads all the books. Like, like all the books. Oh. Like she read Twilight. I haven't read all of them. Like True Blood. Mm. 
Game of Thrones. <laughs> oh, so <damn>. Harry Potter. <laughs> like she reads all the books. So like when I go, like I go with her and I'm like, I like I still have questions. <laughs> like, yeah, well, like why did this happen? All like right. they're like they glitter. Like they don't Sick. burst into flames. Yeah. Like I just it's yeah. weird. It's, it's romantic novels for young teens. Yeah, nothing I, yeah, else, it's for, nothing it's else. For, that's right. the thing. Like I, she she read Hunger Games and she was like, I got the audio books. You know, sign into my Audible account and listen. I'm like, but like when I listen to it, like this is clearly written for teenagers. Mm. Yeah. Well, the Hunger Games is just a teenage ripoff of Battle Royale. I don't know if y'all seen that one, but that one's pretty much intense. It's, it's just a Japanese film about the same thing, just more blood. Um, okay, well, current topic. Wait, I, I mean, not current topic, central theme. Wait, wait. Um, I want to touch on Black Mirror really quickly. Okay. Okay. I loved it. I mean, I, I didn't I finish like, watching it. I got like two episodes left, but I did see the first episode mm-hmm. with the guy with the just the Star Trek yep. fantasy. Like, what did you guys like? What I didn't was your? See, I didn't see any of it. Oh. oh, so we can't even talk about it. Anyway, yeah, go start. I'm sorry. What was y'all. your interpretation of that one? So, I, I kind of feel bad for the guy at the end because I feel like he had this. Guys, I didn't see it. Oh, sorry. All right, let's not talk about it. We, we, I mean, we, I can leave the room until you're done. That's all right. Just, we I, we I, catch up on it afterwards, and we have, we'll bring it to the next episode next week. Okay. Um, but let's get on the, <laughs> let's get on the central theme since we're going into 2018, the last day of 2017 is today. Uh, let's talk about New Year's resolutions. You know, everyone makes these resolutions at the beginning of each new year, and they strive for these I don't know these these big things, these big goals, big dreams, and most of the times it falls flat. They go to the gym for two weeks. After that, they revert back to their old habits. So we're just talking about a little bit about why resolutions are important. Have you made resolutions in your life? And sort of uh, really what is it that keeps people doing it? Like, why do we do it every single year knowing that we're probably going to fail? Because we all want to be, like, our best selves. Mm. Like, we, like... My resolution, like, from, like, the fourth grade all the way up to my junior year of college was to stop talking about people. (laughs) Did it work? (laughs) No. (laughs) We've seen your Instagram. (laughs) Was to stop, like, talking about people. Like, okay, like, this year I'm going to stop talking about people. But it didn't come into fruition until, like, I, like, became just, like, a just a better, like, overall individual. Yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't something that is like, okay, this year I'm going to be a better person. It's just something that just came with time. Mm. I think for, I think that that's a good point. I think it comes from, for me, for being um, grateful for the things I have because I could always go without them because I've had more than I have now and I could Mm. have less than I have now. So if I'm grateful, then I'm going to implement the things I do have Mm. to better myself and get the most I want out of life. I agree. Yeah, I just think it's like a natural restart. Like this is a point where, you know, everything or every bad habit that you had up until this point, you could just start fresh and redo it and sort of. Right. And I think it's because like after the holidays, it's so much that it's almost like, okay, I need to fix myself. I yeah. like gained 10 pounds over the holidays. Yeah, that's I, true. I've had to travel and spend all my money for yeah. some people. So I think it's like, huh, how do I recover from that? Uh, right. New year. <laughs> I, I saw a funny meme the other day. And in a way, um, it's kind of like my cynical response to resolutions. Um, it's this guy that walks into work and he's like, hey, Steve, aren't you happy it's Friday? It's the weekend. And then Steve was like, man, look, that's just a social construct society created called the week. <laughs> like, I, I like, agree. Like days don't really exist. It's just the sun comes up and the sun comes down. Yep. And then his friend says, this is why no one talks to you. Steve. <laughs> yeah. But it is so true, though. It is true. 
<laughs> you know, I was looking at the sort of history of like New Year's resolutions, and I guess it dates back four thousand years in uh, like a, the Babylonian era, where which I'm thinking the New Year's back then started in the mid the middle of March because of the new harvest and spring, you know, um, and so people would make their sort of they would make tributes to their the king or whoever oversaw the the land and sort of uh, repay their debts. And so repaying their debts was making a new resolution, so to speak. Um, and again, it just shows you, though, just again, it's been going on for 4000 years. And I think they said it was a statistic in there saying 45 percent of Americans make New Year's resolutions and only 8 percent of Americans actually fulfill those resolutions in a year. So it was just showing you that, you know, from the beginning of time, this has been a common occurrence. And most of the times the same things have reoccurred where we fail to meet those expectations. So for me, every time I go into the new year, I look at what are small ways I can change my life where I know I can succeed, whether it's like just changing the daily habit, mm-hmm. whether I'm going to, you know, um, I don't know, maybe walk more or, or, or eat eat uh, fast food less. Like just small things, not like big grandiose changes, but small integral steps that can lead to bigger changes. Right. You know, I um usually when I go throughout my year, I kind of just I, I, I focus on stuff as, as I live. You know what I mean? I don't, right. I don't, yeah. me personally, I don't really go by the year. I say, oh, well, I want to do this this year. Doesn't mean mm-hmm. it's going to happen. Yeah. You know, like I, I, um, I could have wished I'm going to pay off all my student loans this year. Oh, Doesn't mean it's going to happen. <laughs> right. But, you know, I usually just go about myself and I look at myself for the rest of the year and I say, it wasn't bad. You know, like I got my first car, yada, 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 this, yada, 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 that. And I kind of just go by that, you know, not mm-hmm. by the entire year because that's pressure you're putting on yourself. It may be necessary pressure, but what you're going to do if you don't live up to it? Mm. Right. You're either going to feel like. And then that, that, that worry and that fear takes over and that kind of like holds you back from yeah. doing, from getting it sooner. When you, like you said, you just grow and you just, even if you had that goal in mind, like I, I got my first car this past year and I didn't even have my license. I got my car before I got my license. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I knew I, last year I was like, I want a car next year, but it wasn't at the beginning of the year. It's like, all right, I'm getting a car next month. It's like, <laughs> right. all right, what do you have to do? To like just just you know patience really you sometimes you have to be patient with yourself safe. in the process yeah yeah I know this and year, be realistic too you know this past I believe June um I decided to you know give a meet for for a while and so what I did was I, I realized you know they say twenty what twenty one days makes a habit mm-hmm. so I spent the twenty one days sort of trying to wean myself off of it and it it really it really did sort of make it work for me um just having a short term. You know, that goal, a short term goal, because if you look at a, a year like, oh, this year I'm going to do this, it seems so far away. It's like, oh, I have a, a long time. And so you may end up putting it off for a while and think, oh, I still have three or four months. Right. But, you know, yeah, I decided to uh, give it up for first it was 21 days. That 21 days turned into like two months and then three months. And I actually lasted up until like mid-November because I wanted to eat, you know, for Thanksgiving because <laughs> I wanted some turkey. I don't think <laughs> there's anything wrong with setting goals to be better. Hmm. I just don't not, think that it should be reset at the beginning of the year. Right. I agree because I hate that the gym is always packed. I hate it. <laughs> yes, like the line for the treadmill. Seriously. Like I'm like like I said, like I'm a half ass gym rat. So like <laughs> right. I go and then like in January it's like damn I got to stand in line for a treadmill for somebody that's not even gonna be here in March. Seriously <laughs> though. But like I want, but I want to see you win. Yeah. Right. So yeah. if me seeing you win. Is me standing in line for the treadmill mm. for the whole year. I want to see you win. Like I don't yeah. want you to fall off. So like yeah. I I I don't mind standing in line for the treadmill. I'd rather just stand in line for the treadmill all year long. 
not for the first two months of the year. Right. I agree. I just wish that people would, I don't know, be be more consistent with it. And I, I understand, yes, the new year brings this new change. But like you said, still, you got to stick with it. Um, but that comes and, hand in hand with like the whole just jumping for something. There are some people who are like, I'm going to jump in the gym and get it done when maybe they just need to start with small changes with their, changes with their diet first. And then maybe yeah. in a month they're, they're working up to the gym. It's all about diet walking. because you right. can't eat like shit the mm-hmm. day before and then go to the gym and maximize right. your workout. Yeah. Like I, like, I wor- I, like when I work out and I eat like crap the day before my, like I'm sluggish on the treadmill. Mm-hmm. I don't want to lift. I don't want to do anything. But when I like eat, like the day before, like I have to eat this because I want to maximize my workout. I got to eat this amount of carbs. I got to eat this amount of protein mm-hmm. so I can maximize my workout for the next day. Like I can run for an hour, right? Two hours. Hey, two hours. Yeah, that was my that was one of my re- <laughs> New great. Year's resolutions. But it was something that I had decided. Like mid, like last year, I was like, I'm going to run the half marathon mm-hmm. next year. Mm-hmm. And then in the beginning of the year, I started training for it. I did it. I haven't ran since. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but I but I did it. You did it. Right. You accomplished that. And I um I I completely agree with with what you're saying. When I work out, I have the opposite. I have the opposite problem though. After I work out, I, after I work out, I eat a lot. See, <laughs> I eat stuff I eat that I shouldn't. Everything get my hands on. <laughs> At least for the when I fall, I can. You know, I I I love to work out. Um, I don't. <laughs> I, don't I love to work out, but that doesn't mean that I always do it consistent consistently. Yeah. So um. But when I do, I just like I go hard the first three days because that's mm. how I know I can work out and get into it. But mm. I eat everything in sight for like the first uh, week, and then it's like I kind of evened out. Right. But next I week I got it, and then I, <laughs> and then I get on a, a steady trail because my body has to adjust to exerting all that energy, mm-hmm. and so I just eat and yeah, sleep. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm the same way. I try to <laughs> I try to eat salads during the week, and um and on the weekend I do kind of pick out a little bit, but. The thing is, with the two jobs, you know, I try to work out in the morning. I'm not always uh, successful, but I do try to make an effort to work out on the weekends. Like, I started out on the bike, you know, stationary bike, Mm. and I worked my way up to the elliptical, which is my favorite thing now. Mm. Sometimes in private fitness, you know, I go to the 30-minute workout thing, which Mm -hmm. works for me as well. So I kind of, like, mix the two of those, and, um, yeah, that's that's pretty much my routine. But, yeah, like she said, like, you basically got to cry before you walk. You do. Mm -hmm. Like, a lot of people... I, like when they set New Year's resolutions, right. like they don't do the research right. prior to, they just want to jump in, mm-hmm. j- jump in it. That's right. like with everything, like saving, like you don't yeah. even like a lot of people. I'm gonna save more, like, but have you researched yourself? Have you researched your salary, right. like versus like your expenses? Right. Like, yeah. don't set unrealistic goals for yourself. Like, yeah, you save five thousand dollars, but you also three thousand dollars in credit card debt now. So, mm-hmm. like, you have to, like, you got to do the research, like within yourself, within your means, like and like do what's feasible. Do the work, you know? and and sometimes that hurts to do the work. You got because you got to be realistic. I had I had to be realistic about my budget. I said this is realistic, and this is what's got to happen to get what I want. So you know, on the topic of self betterment, you know, I I um I watched a great documentary on Netflix. Um, I'm fascinated by Tony Robbins. I mm-hmm. feel like he, he, mm-hmm. I feel like the the, yeah. the speeches he gives, you know, they they do mean something. I, yeah. I love this documentary on him called Tony Robbins. I am not your guru. And when I got finished watching, I was like, man, that guy, you know, he's inspirational. But when I found out how many, how much people spent to go see him yeah. for G's, I'm like, crazy. whoa. Wow. They saved that money. Listen, I'm all for right. self-betterment, but you're going broke to listen to somebody. And, you know, he does help people, yeah. you know, but not everybody gets that breakthrough. You know, not everybody <laughs> can sit there for seven days, have fun and be like, all right, I'm going to work on myself. And then mm. the next week it's like, 
well, damn, I'm broke now. Right. That, that didn't help me at all. I'm like, right. well, shit. Yeah, I it's, mean, it's yeah. a risk. Pe- it's people, a risk. the World Wide Web, too. I mean, I'm, you might can find something on the internet that can help you too, like an article or something. Or podcast, or for me, the Bible right. and turn to Jesus. So uh. I feel like everyone's looking, everyone's looking for that quick fix. They're looking for that way, that easy way to get out um, of that situation, or, or, or you know, do better their lives in some way. But like you said, it takes that, that hard work. It takes that labor. Right. Um, you can't enjoy the fruits of labor without actually putting the work in. Mm-hmm. Like, but and the mental labor is more difficult than mm-hmm. the physical. It is. Labor. And sometimes like, emotional uh, labor. Yeah. yeah. Like, things in your life. It was hard. Like, when I first decided, like, I'm going to do this marathon, mm. it was like, damn, like, when I first decided, I could only do a mile. Yeah. Like, I could only run a mile. And it's like, damn, like, this is really hard. And then, like, you basically got to, like, plan it out and, like, and pace yourself. Because, like, you can't go from a mile to 13, not even in two months, let alone overnight. Right. (laughs) So you just got to, like, you got to pace yourself, like, like whatever it is you want to do. Like, I'm always, like, my goal is to always be, to always be in better relationships with the people that I'm surrounded by. Mm -hmm. Like, I want to be a better mother, better godmother, better aunt, better daughter, better sister, better girlfriend, better friend. And it's like, I have to do what's feasible. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't, like, like one of the things I used to do, like, when I have one guy son, mm-hmm. I don't spend a lot of time with him. But, like, for his birthday, I would just cash out. Right. <laughs> but that's not, but that's not good. Like, I need to spend more time with him. Yeah. As opposed to, like, hey, it's your birthday. What, what you want? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I got to, like, that's not building a proper relationship because this is, like, a relationship that I want to have for the rest of my life. I think those that example is is some are, are resolutions and goals that people should start setting. Like those, right. like how can I just be a better person to the people around me? Like that just seems like something that's just obtainable. You know, it's, it's really just small changes that you're making. Right. It's nothing like this big, you know, grandiose thing. Right. And that can that can assist you in other areas of your life too. Dog, you know, I, I try to compromise. I really do. Like you know, <laughs> it's like you know, I um. I think I'm a good boyfriend. I think I'm a. Mm. I think I'm a great boyfriend. I think I'm a great son. Mm. You know, it's just other things. You in- are a really great friend. Okay, Aww. thank you. For that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna get to that later when we do our last toast. But um, yeah, you know, it's like when when it, when it comes to going over to like family gatherings, like beyond Christmas and Thanksgiving, like oh, it's your little cousin's baby birthday you know she can't even speak yet right. it's like all right i'll come through and i'll <laughs> give this minutes. give this give this gift to her no come over have something to eat it's like you know i'm I'm kind of a i'm a friendly introverted person oh absolutely yeah. Same. i'm introverted but i'm oh. friendly you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's like you know i i, I kind of like stay in my own bubble mm-hmm. you know what i mean like even when my girl calls me i prefer to text she's like i want to hear your voice and i'm like i just like the text yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You know, and, it, 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 and I, I try to be a better person. I try to um, keep the introverted inside, mm. you know, ca- try to keep the introverted introverted. And, you know, I, 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 I don't put on a mask, but I am friendly to people. And when I feel, realize they're a person to really be cool with, you know, I then I go the next step of being like more me and more actually friendly, I guess is what I mean to say. Mm. So being a good person is, is complex because I do try to compromise, but it's like I got to be me. I absolutely agree. I agree. Yeah, like I, compromise um, without compromising yourself, mm-hmm. right? right? I uh, absolutely agree. I am. I I don't know. I'm like a. I guess half introvert, half out uh, outrovert. I was very introverted when I was younger, um, but I became more outroverted. Yes, <laughs> 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 Jesus. 
Damn. I, I wasn't going to say Thank nothing. You. I wasn't Thank say you. Nothing. That was bothering me. I'm like, this. I don't want to continue. Making it got a shoe degree look bad. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm just going to Look, I'm not going to lie. I'm ditzy, but I'm also intelligent. Anyway, um, God, I forgot, I forgot what I was saying. <laughs> you said you're half, you're half introvert. Half right, 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 right. So um, being into theater, I was very extroverted. Mm. Um, and so now I'm just like, okay, but I... I I, I was extroverted in theater and all that, but now it's like, okay, it's down to my personal life. The things I have to deal with. College is a fun time, but mm-hmm. then it's like, okay, as time goes on in college, like, all right, I got to prepare for adulthood right. and be more responsible. So it's more like, okay, I got to have balance and what can I give people and what can I also, you know, say, hey, I just could say, I hate answering the phone, but I know that sometimes <laughs> I know I need, I know my family needs to hear my voice, you know, because I'm yeah. not near them. So I'm, I'm trying and I'm going to try more to be better with that. That's yeah. Right. And that's a tough thing, too, because I feel I'm the same way. Um, and I've been trying to sort of get out of that that habit of being um, sort of isolate myself because I, I can really not hang out if I didn't want to. Right. <laughs> I, can just sit at, I can sit at home and just chill <laughs> on the weekends and not see anybody. Yeah, man. If I didn't want to. But, but um, it's one of those things where you got to sort of not really force yourself, but realize that, again, compromise, meet people halfway. Um but Eric, you're a very extroverted person. Like that's that's one of your qualities as a person. You, you, you love to hang out. Like you love sort to- of. I, I do at times. Like when I'm feeling like when I feel like it. You know, when I'm feeling good. Like all right, I can hang out. But um, some days, some days I'd rather just sit home and just watch television. What I said, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I feel like for me though, because again, growing up, you know, middle school, high school, I was really quiet, kept to myself. Um, college sort of forced me, you know, to sort of get out of that a little bit. Right. Um, just because again, to to take advantage of your surroundings, you got to start meeting people and start the network and, you know, get that going. Um, but recently I decided I want to get into poetry because I like, I like writing. I like um, just thinking, you know, create creatively. And I spoke at a, a poetry. This is my, fir- my first poetry, like public poetry speaking I went to uh, earlier this week. And it felt good to actually get out there and sort of like, yeah, nice. to get out there and sort of express yourself to strangers. Like it was some weird satisfaction I had with that, you know, um, Usually it's it's hard for me to do that, but I feel that you know expressing my my personal thoughts to people who I don't know that's kind of like therapeutic in a way. Right. So that's something I want to sort of continue to do in the future and sort of uh, use as my outlet. He wasn't invited, just so you awesome. know. You know, I, I invite y'all because this is a lot of free ones they do. So they got yeah. coffee shops in Detroit um, that they have like poetry night every Thursdays or every other Thursdays. It's it is very. Cool, yeah. Yeah. It's very it's something very exhilarating about expressing yourself to strangers, which is mm. why I love theater. And and it's funny because there there are a couple of plays that, you know, I haven't invited my family to because I'm just like, it's best yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe now it's not the time, you know. So um but you know, but because it's very personal too. Not saying, you know, that's the only reason why, but it's very personal, you know, mm. it's it's expressing yourself and sometimes when people know you, they're like, Oh, we didn't we didn't know that, you know. Right. Oh well. So it's just like, you know. Yeah, you know, it's like I. That, I think that's how people feel about their art in general, though. Right. Just no matter what it is. I was just about to say that, you know, like I got, I have a dark imagination. You know what I mean? So like certain, like maybe some screenplays I might write. My mom's favorite author is Stephen King, but even then, I wouldn't want to show her some of my stuff because right. she might look at me like, <laughs> "What's going on?" <laughs> so I just came from you. I'm like, yeah. I mean, it's just you know, it's just. You, you you do like you do want to create a balance between um you know inviting your parents to uh, one of your plays or showing your parents one of your screenplays or having them see one of your films you know because it's like it's a part of you but you don't know if you want to share that you don't mind sharing it's it's complex you don't mind sharing it with strangers but right. with people mm-hmm. that know you since you were a little kid that's true mm-hmm. you're afraid they're gonna get to know the real you 
Mm. Right. And, and uh, yeah. I agree. That's real. That's real. <laughs> well, but I mean, they're even if they just they do know the real you. It's like, well, this is something that art uh, with with art. There's so much freedom that you know you're just like, oh, you know, I don't I don't know exactly what I'm trying to say, but I know what I'm trying to say. Right. But if you guys know what I mean. Okay. Like, so <laughs> have you guys like set goals for yourself? Like, you guys say you like you guys got cars this year. Like, have you guys like set goals for yourself that you accomplished this year? Other than that, this past year. Yeah, I <laughs> I allegedly finally got insurance. <laughs> I, le- I I allegedly went um you know legal went, went straight. Um yeah you know it felt good to um uh finally get that because in Michigan you know that's kind of that's kind of unheard of because because of how high it is you know and my mom would get worried like I don't want you out there you know riding dirty I'm like I ain't got drugs she's like you know what I mean I don't want you out there with no no policy so I finally got that taken care of and you know um. Uh, built my relationships that I already have with people, friendships, et cetera, et cetera. So there were some goals I hit and there's some goals I fell back on. I should have wrote more this year. Mm-hmm. I wrote a lot of reviews, so I was writing in general. But as far as like screenplay and screenwriting, I should have I should have been a little bit more tight on that. Mm-hmm. I'd say um, I, I agree with that, with he, with what he just said. Um, for me, I lost more weight. I wanted to lose weight. Um I mended some relationships with people, um, which I wanted not mended, but just made sure they were in the right place, um, which I'm really happy about. Uh, what else did I do? I mean, I did everything on my list as far as move, but then I found out some of the plans I had weren't meant to be. So, that sucks. I, yeah. So, so, but yeah, just simply weren't meant to be. So it's kind of like, okay, how? What am I learning from this year? Because I mean, they're same. I fell back on some things I wanted. I wanted. I needed to act a lot more than I did, um, and that really affected my my own self. In general, I just wasn't as happy as I could have been if I had been acting the whole year. Mm. Um, but then again, I just learned about a lot about myself, so I was really, really satisfied with. Mm. It was a hard year, but I think it was a hard year for a lot of people for some reason. So but, you, you do Trump, know. But, um. <laughs> the one who but, I speak of. For uh, I was going to say, but you do know. And you always, we always heard this at MSU, you and I both in our own little like classes. Mm-hmm. L.A. will always be there. Right. And you hear that. And I know with me as a writer, you know, I mean, I don't need to be out there now. But you as an actress, you feel yeah. like this is your prime. Yeah. You feel like that, yeah, right? Yeah, absolutely. I'm like, all right, prepare yourself. Prepare yourself. What do you What do you need to do? So you how, know? how do you mentally prepare yourself for that? Like, how do you mentally prepare yourself to just... I had to... I had to really... You have to fall more and more in love with yourself. Um, And when I say that, I don't mean in a vain way. I mean, you have to... truly find self-love and for me that was something that i had been work i've been working on for years and gets better with but for this year to have the confidence that i need to have to get what i believe i could achieve then i had to build my confidence up and that took you know even mending relationships with people and you know just dealing with myself so um doing that and trying to capitalize off of what i already knew and had sometimes that's getting stuff that was buried you know i I, in college i cared about fashion but i cared about fashion way more in high school and stuff like that so now i'm just like all right dig that up you know what what how do you want to how do you want your image to be how do you want to brand yourself um so those are things that i worked on like i said i wish i could have did acting but um the transition from college and not being in an area that has much acting and available it's like 
you know and so that in that part i wish i would have created my own artwork as far as you know film because again like anthony said we've taken classes where actors had to make their own films or learn how to do that because you have to do that out in la so that's my next step i'm like all right you you've you've helped yourself in other areas you fix things now you know keep going so again it's not like a new year new start it's like all right keep going consistency is the key Mm. i feel like in that profession it's always especially acting i feel like a lot of people are sort of press towards um, trying to achieve their goals as soon as possible. And think about some of the biggest actresses and actors and actresses out there didn't get their starts until like their thirties, you know, thirties, late thirties, early forties. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it does take a little bit of time. does take a little bit of patience, but again, setting that foundation right now is going to be critical. Right. And then, and then for me, I believe, I believe that, you know, God, he, it's on his timing. So right. yes, I have these goals to go out here and I believe I should, but <laughs> If for some reason something happens, who knows why? Mm. But I'm going to still stick with my goals. But if something's not working, I've learned this year not to force things. I cannot yeah. force things because yeah. it never it doesn't work out anyway. I just stress myself out over it. True. So. What, you, what did you achieve this year, Shana? Um, outside of like the external thing, I've become more introspective. And I've learned to listen to people when they talk. Mm. It's hard especially when you're in disagreement with someone. You and I know this. <laughs> <laughs> to listen, to understand, and not listen to respond. I'm not all the way there where I want to be with that, but I feel like I'm better at that now. Mm-hmm. Oh. Eric, what about you? I think for me it was just about creating balance. Um, you know, 2016, that's when I first started my doctoral program, and so I was doing full-time uh, as a, as a you know working in, in high schools at that time, I was doing that full time, and I was a student, pretty much full time as well. And so I didn't really have any balance within my life to sort of, you know, escape every once in a while and get my mind out of the books. You know, just put down the books. You know, I just have fun. I think this year I created sort of a, a balance where you know I, I joined I have a, a joined a basketball team like co-ed basketball team on Mondays. You know, where I could just sort of get some, a little bit of exercise, get my mind off of school. Um, but also, you know, keep in the back of my mind the understanding that, you know, school is, is going to be important. It's going to take the next, you know, two and a half years of my life. Not away. It won't take it away, but it's going to be uh, very challenging for me for the next two years. And so being able to successfully sort of balance, you know, those two things as well as just, you know, trying to trying to remain sane in the process. <laughs> it, it can get it can get overwhelming. Um, I think I did a great job of doing that. And I'm starting to find some of my outlets you know, being creative a little bit, you know, going into the, the poetry and sort of writing and reflecting on you know, different life situations, um, you know, putting that into actual, you know, written form and, and spoken word form. I think those are definitely helped me out as well. Um, but again, it was just sort of learning how to be a balanced human being and also learning how to, especially as I get older, balance my expectations in life. You know, I always had this dream, you know, by the age of, you know, 30, I'm going to be here. I'm 27 right now. So I sort of, as I got older, I sort of realized you can't set yourself to those, those standards. You can't set those milestones like that because life just happens. You know, things happen in life where you have to readjust in many instances and just sort of take it as it is. And I think I've learned to do that over this past year. Yeah. All right. Do we want to start with possible resolutions? Yeah, let's do that. Wants to go? <laughs> resolutions for 2018. First off, I want to 
you know, always be a, a better son, better brother, better boyfriend, um, better coworker, you know, better student. You know, it's always getting the self-improvement, you know, is, is an important piece in my life. So just doing small things, um, you know, trying to exercise more, you know, it's just hard with my schedule. You know, I want to definitely at least be active a little bit more. I'm joining the basketball team. So, you know, that, that helps out. But um, outside of that one day, I want to make sure that at least two or three days a week, you know, I get a little bit of exercise. Um, and again, just realizing that, you know, con- continuing that balance in my life and, re- and realizing I'm here for a reason. I'm, I'm at this point in my life for a reason. And to let life sort of lead the way for me. Mm. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I guess my goal for the next year, I guess, will be just to mentally prepare myself for the things that I want. Like a lot of my friends, like we're older, we're in our 30s. <laughs> And we talk about, you know, how we want more kids, how we want to be married, but we're not mentally preparing ourselves to share our lives with other people, mm-hmm. like other, like more kids or, you know, share our lives with a partner. So if that's something that I'm like, if that's something that I want to do, because I do want to, I do want to get married one day and I do want to have at least one more kid. I have to mentally prepare myself to be a partner. To be a parent of two kids. To live with somebody. To mm-hmm. live with someone. Yes. Share a bed. <laughs> so, um, and then, you know, outside of, you know, that and just, you know, like if I want, like my daughter, like she swims. And she told me, she's seven, <laughs> that that's something that she wants to pursue. Like I have to mentally prepare myself to put you on the swim team. Mm-hmm. I have to mentally prepare myself to give up my evenings for five days oh, a yeah. week <laughs> because this is something that you want to do. And that's a sacrifice that I have to make as a parent. So oh, that's, that's just my goal. You know, like if I want to be a better friend, I have to like I have to I can't just go out there and do it. I got to make the necessary preparations to do so and, and not sacrifice, you know, like myself in the process. Um, For me, I want to. Um, spend more time um, exploring things that truly make me happy. Mm. Um, and for me, that's like reading, that's exercising, that's um, I want to be so much more giving. Like, I don't feel like I'm a, I'm not a selfish person at all, but I don't think, but I want to give more. I want to, um, I didn't, you know, I felt like, oh, I didn't have time to do a lot of charity work like I wanted to in college. Well, okay, now I have the time. And now I really, really have the urge to do what I think about it a lot. So, okay, do it. You know, do things that truly make you happy and um, be responsible, um, continue to be responsible. And just continue a lot of things I tried to start in the in the past year or this year mm-hmm. um, and explore more things I can I could do and achieve. And, and through that, I know I will achieve my goals, hopefully. Mm-hmm. So stop saying hopefully. I will you achieve will. my goals. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> Yeah, I um well basically just the basics. I you know I want to write more. I want to exercise more. Get my own apartment. Uh, build my relationships with the people in my life. Um, but most importantly, I want to stay close to 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 what I love, and that that is writing and it is media. Like Eric, you know, you you called me at a time where I really was just trying to fight myself to stay in touch with film in general. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like you brought me on this podcast. I thought I was just gonna you know drop my cinematic wisdom and then be out. 
But then you kept inviting me, and I became a member. And in turn, I invited Shayna, and then Shayna became a member. And, you know, I just... um, I want to let you know, you know, I love y'all. You, know, you too, you too, Imani. I wanted to raise my glass, yeah. give you a toast. Mine empty. Yeah, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> and I wanted to say, you know, I want to I wanna work hard this year. You know, mm-hmm. I want to mm-hmm. I wanna hustle like I got two baby mamas asking me for child support. <laughs> right, right, for real. I want right, to right. work hard this year. Right, that's and, why I say um, I got to be grateful I don't have that, so hustle like I do have it. Right, exactly. <laughs> and, um, you know, I want to take this podcast to new heights, man. Mm-hmm. I want us to really... Soar up and above with this thing. So yeah, for sure. um, nice. I hope you guys do. This is amazing. I really enjoy myself. Thank you. Hey. Happy New Year's Happy to y'all. Year. Oh. Ah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, final thoughts. Final thoughts. This has been an eventful 2017 in many ways, both good and bad. You know. <laughs> Tequila. It, it's going to be the same in 2018. It's going to be good and bad, so up and ups and downs, and whatever we do, you know, that's just life. But you know, you just got to take every day as it is, and you know, just enjoy being given this opportunity to live in in this world, you know, live on this earth, you know, at this moment in time. Um, yeah, just just cherish life, cherish every moment, and make the most of it for sure. Anybody else? Happy New Year. <laughs> is that it? That's, that's the final is, is that is that it? Oh, all right. Well, Happy New Year. Um, remember to like and share. Find us uh, on their podcast Detroit on iTunes and SoundCloud. Oh, can I put in my oh, yeah, Instagram handle? So my Instagram is Iman Bon. Here's how you spell it. I M O N. B O N. That sounds like an exotic product of Cinnabon. I'm, like, right, I'm, I want an Iman Bon. My, my friend gave me that nickname in high school. My, Iman Bon. Yeah, Iman. my name is Imani Bonner. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Freshman year of high school, so I kept <laughs> right. it. But that's my Instagram. I, I'm not on Twitter like I should be. But if you follow me, I'll start doing it. Um, so my Twitter handle is Imani777. I will change that. Um, that's I M A N I 777. One of my goals is to be more active on all of my social media in 2018. Mm, that's okay. This has been a great episode of Can We Talk? See you in the new year. Well, on not the- just on our podcast, Detroit. You guys have your own feed. You're out listed on iTunes and everywhere else yeah. on your own as well. Oh. Like like under Can We Talk? Like yeah. outside of Podcast Detroit? Yeah. No. Oh, okay. Well, we're out listed under by ourselves on Can We Talk. I can, treat, I can treat the link if you need it to help people find it. Perfect. Okay. He'll shoot us the link and I'll, I'll put it out there on the social media web. Cool. Great. All right. Thank you.